From the mean streets of Essex, England, broadcasting around the world, this is WhatCast. Extra, extra. This is WhatCast Extra. I am Matt. Welcome, welcome. It is Wednesday. I am uh, very, very busy today. I've just put a little video up on the talk of tick, just trying to get some, you know, trying to make some waves on the TikTok because I've never done, I've never attempted this before. People seem to be doing it. I know a podcast that started around about as well, actually, it's their third attempt at a podcast, but they all started podcasting around the same time as me. And they've got some really good traction there on the, on the TikTok is pushing their YouTube content through the roof. So you've got to give this stuff a go. I've just put a TikTok up. I've also got a few stories here to do today on this here podcast, Whatcast Extra. Um, you know, not to be confused with Whatcast, even as on exactly the same feed and you get all the same people that have subscribed will all get this. It's not the same as the Daily What used to be. We had to go elsewhere for it. But uh, Whatcast is more to do with conspiracy theories and the unexplained and that kind of stuff and things that make you say what. Whereas this one, I guess if you could differentiate the two, this one is more of the things that would make you say what. That kind of thing, right? Um, yeah, so I've been up on And also tonight, I've got to go and meet CL himself, Conspiracy Lee. I'm going to go and see him in London. Uh, meet him at his new gym and go for a couple of beers out in the, out in the city. I ain't been up there since before the pandemic, so I'm going to have a few hours up there and a couple of drinks tonight with Lee. Mate, probably, probably do some recording tonight. Remote recording, probably for the Patreon. So we're probably doing a recording up there and stick it on the Patreon for all the Patreon people out there that deserve this special content. <laughs> if you don't pay us for less than a fan a week, bollocks. You don't deserve it. You do. We like you all anyway, regardless if you're cheapskates. Uh, I've got this first story here then. Uh, so I'm not going to get uh, into the pimping and stuff other than to say I've just mentioned the Patreon. And also, if this is the first time you're listening to the Whatcast... Not the Whatcast, it's Whatcast with a K. Go subscribe on the t- on the TikTok and also on the Twitter at Whatcast and also on the YouTube, Whatcast, and also on the um, Instagram, the Gram of Insta, at Whatcast, and also on the Facebook, the Book of Face, at Whatcast, all them things. And also, now we've started doing live streams. They won't be every week, but they will be sometimes. Uh, we've started doing live streams, which will always stream on the Facebook and on the um the YouTube, you just need to set an alarm or whatever. You set your notification bell on YouTube or set your notification there on the uh, the Facebook, right? So that, that, and that's how you'll, you'll get to watch them if you ever wanted to watch them. And plus, if you didn't want to subscribe to the Patreon, <coughs> cheap, then you can still get us a beer every now and then for appreciation if you want to. And that's still at buymeacoffee.com forward slash whatcast. You can just get us a beer or two there and that'll help us out a lot. Keep the podcast going. Keep the stuff updated. Keep all the little gadgets coming. A bit like this one here. If you don't um, if you don't want to, you know, support us in any financial way, that's absolutely fine. But you might we might say this. What? Or, you know, if you continue to not do it, we might call you this. You unbelievable clown! Maybe, but I'm sure no one's bothered about that. That's such twaddle. So the first story of the day here, then, that I've, that I've come on to do on this uh, Whatcast Extra. This was from the Metro a few days ago. You might have seen this. If you haven't, you're going to be repulsed, as I was when I first was uh, put onto this. Intimate Health Brand launches uterus-shaped cereal to encourage period conversations, right? And this stuff is called 
period crunch. <laughs> it's a breakfast cereal. And this is not a joke, by the way. It's a breakfast cereal. And I wish I could show it to you. You need to look this up. It is a uterus-shaped cereal. Uh, and it is red. Uh, and it's overflowing the bowl and the picture to try and make it look appealing with a golden spoon sitting next to it. Right? It's called Period Crunch. In a bid to keep period conversations on the table, as it were. The, I'm reading the article out to you now, right? Uh, intimate wellness brand Intamina has released a menstrual themed. Oh my God. You unbelievable clown. A menstrual themed. What? <laughs> uterus shaped breakfast cereal. I am. I swear. I thought this was a joke. This is true. Each and every raspberry-flavoured piece of period crunch is bright red and shaped like a uterus. The box also includes conversation prompts and a diagram of the female reproductive system for people to identify where the uterus is located in the body. This was inspired by research, someone researched that people were not talking about uterus and periods enough over the breakfast table, right? A brand that showed 82% of people cannot correctly identify where the uterus is. Who gives a fuck? Is what I'll say in that. Apparently, half of us, 48%, remain too embarrassed to talk openly about menstrual matters. Why would you want to? Why would you want to get up in the morning? First thing, you get getting the kids ready for school, getting ready for work, what have you. Sitting up the breakfast table, if anyone does this anymore. I certainly don't. I don't even ever have breakfast. I work too early. But if you if you was that way inclined, you've had a normal life, your family all went to school or work around about the same time and you all set up the breakfast table every morning with your cereal and all sat and chatted before work or whatever. Not sure many people do that. But if just let's just assume that people do, right? I might be completely abnormal. Are you going to talk? Are you going to speak with your kids about what what you're doing at school today? Oh, if you picture your options yet, what you're going to do? What lessons you're going to take? What do you want to do for a living? What do you want to do tonight? Do you want to get a takeaway? Blah 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 blah. Right? I'll pick you up from school, etc. etc. No, no, no. Not enough of us are talking about menstrual matters over the over the breakfast table. Right? Over three quarters have never talked about anything to do with menstruation. Menstruation <laughs> at one of the most. Uh, com- conversational places at home the kitchen table i ain't even got a kitchen table gynecologist for intima dr shri data so a name is that if i saw this person i'd be like oh, i'll do to him right uh, said i'm delighted that intima has taken the ball by the horns and developed period crunch to help raise awareness of ongoing social stigma around periods. It's a social stigma. It's the same way you don't fuck over the kitchen table over breakfast in front of the family, isn't it? It's personal shit that you do, you know, that you want to do in privacy. You don't want to come out. It's like, it's like, it's not enough people talking about wanking. Dad, flop your cock out on the, on the uh, breakfast table and have a wank in front of the family so we can all be not so embarrassed about talking about wanking, but make sure you don't mix that come up with the milk. We don't want them two getting confused. What fucking twaddle? What absolute nonsense? Nobody, no, nobody would suggest that anyone talks about any of this shit to the kids over the fucking breakfast table. 
But these people have made a cereal to encourage it. Are we going to make a uh, wank cereal as well then? Cum drops maybe? Are we going to have like an, another cereal like bollock? Bollock crunch? Or something like this to eat? What a load of fucking bollocks. Literally, in the crunch. Periods are a natural part of uh, who we are. Mm. They're not a natural part of who I am because I know that uh, there's no difference anymore, allegedly, but I'm still male and I don't have periods. Am I allowed to say that? I probably won't get taken down for like COVID misinformation, but I will get taken down for saying that I can't have periods from the, uh, the, the, spy, the Spotify, right? Uh, it's deeply concerning to hear that so many people un- are uncomfortable discussing them. Who wants to talk about blood? <laughs> Let's have a nice gory conversation over the fucking bre- over breakfast before school children, shall we? Uh, it's deeply concerning that people don't want to talk about this. It's just, they're just another part of our health. It's heartbreaking to hear that 25% of people have taught themselves about periods when there is support available. Uh, I look forward to period crunch, kickstarting conversations and breaking down barriers. Oh, this is not going to... If you think anyone's going to buy this, like no one's going to... People will buy this for a laugh as like a joke present to someone. A few times, then it'll get old and it'll, it'll just disappear and never come back. Intima created p- period crunch as part of an ongoing seen and heard period positivity campaign which aims to normalise and increase the visibility of menstrual well-being. I prefer minstrels. You've read them, like the chocolate, galaxy chocolate minstrels. They're better. I'd rather have them than a period. <laughs> for dessert, that's for sure. Uh, Dan- Danella Zagar, a spokesperson for Intima, said, periods are normal and, yeah, okay, they're normal, but we don't have to, there's lots of things are normal, is aren't they? But we don't have to have these conversations. And uh, talking about periods should be normal. Uh, but because of the ongoing stigma around menstruation, uh, period conversations remain difficult and embarrassing for people, even loved, even with loved ones. Loved ones don't want to hear this shit. Uh, where then uh, there's uh, not a more normal and everyday scene than the whole household sitting down together at the kitchen table over a meal. Mm. Do you fancy steak tonight? Steak and uh, fries or steak and mash? Something like that? No, can I, you've got that period crunch. I'll have some of that because I fancy a conversation about uh, periods tonight. If period conversations were truly normalised, then there wouldn't then they wouldn't be off the table. Bit of joke, bit of funny this there from Invicta, whatever the fuck they're called. In, what are they called? I don't know what they're called. Who cares? Uh, as uh, but as our research shows, conversations about periods at home are few and far between. For the sake of our physical and mental health, we need to talk more about menstrual health. And that's what period crunch cereal is designed at. No, no. And to raise awareness and make a statement about it. No, you're not making a statement. You're not raising awareness. Do it. Do it uh, without profit. Then if, you, if it's all about everyone's menstrual health and you're genuinely concerned that people ain't talking enough about their periods. It's not about a gimmicky cereal to try and have a bit of a laugh and make a bit of profit. But making a really cheap, disgusting cereal that makes you ill because it's full of sugar and shit. Then, uh, you know, just do it for, for not for profit. Then I'll believe you a bit more. Anyone interested in trying a box, people can register their interest. I'm going to give you the e- email address. You can go and register your interest. So give me a mention here so they can go and listen to my thoughts on it. Is uh, um, emailing periodcrunch at thisiscow.com. This All one word. T-H-I-S-I-S-C-O-W dot com. All right. 
So there's that's who you've got to, uh, uh, if you want to get into to talk about period crunch. And then Maureen Bradley has, has, has replied to that, says, oh, my God, please know too much information. I agree with her. I agree with the Bradders, Maureen, right? Um, I've got another little story coming up about Robert Malone. You remember Mob, Robert Malone? Uh, Dr. Robert Malone, the one that was speaking against the vaccines, uh, the COVID vaccines. It was like a big, a big hand in creating mRNA vaccines. And then he's like, oh, actually, there's probably no need for these. There could be long-term problems. We don't know enough about them yet. And he got demonized and was like, gone from the head, head of his field to the bottom. Well, he's got a few comments on monkeypox. Coming up, first I want to talk quickly about a couple of things that I've been watching. Uh, I've just done a TikTok video on this one, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Star Wars is on the Disney Channel, which I'm not a massive fan of Disney. Not don't applaud Disney in any way, but I'm a hypocrite so i watch disney stuff sometimes to entertain myself just like we all do everyone out there scanning you sure you watch disney you all go and watch disney or you go and watch massive franchises anywhere whenever there's a film because people are generally normal and they just don't include themselves when they're calling people shills and two-faced or whatever but i'll watch uh obi-wan kenobi i thought it's been pretty good so far there's three episodes in uh and i think it's decent uh, it's not fantastic but it's decent it doesn't make the reason it's not fantastic. It doesn't make a lot of sense as far as the films are concerned, where they left off and where they pick up. This is supposed to like the the prequels and the original films. The gap between them is supposed to be filled filled a little bit with this story, and this story is going a little bit off kilter, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. But they're trying to make it entertaining. It's pretty good. I don't mind it. And I didn't think I would like it because I was almost led by the crying woke anti woke people on the, uh, the the internet, right on the Twitter, the Instagram, saying that they've heard that we've read spoilers and this woman, a, a lady of color, is going to be the real hero and Obi Wan Kenobi's not going to get to save Luke Skywalker and it's going to be her instead. And I've read all this stuff. That's a spoiler, by the way. I should have probably told you that before, but I don't know if that happens or not. It hasn't happened so far, but this is what people was complaining about. Um, and so far, I haven't seen much woke stuff in it, to be honest with you. But all I'm reading about is, oh, there's a woke again. It's all woke. woke get woke. Go back. They're watching every episode. I, I don't disagree that things are woke, right? Woke to an annoying degree. When something's woke for me, like I was watching, um, for instance, You. Is it called You? It's like a, you, a, a, a flicks of net um, program, You, called You, right? And it's about some psychopath bloke that gets obsessed with a girl and ends up killing her or whatever, and, and that's just how he, he can't help himself. He just gets obsessed with people and then has to kill them. Something like that. And he, he met another psycho. I watched a couple of series. It wasn't that bad. Third season, I think it was, or the fourth came on, and he was now with this girl from the previous season. They got to a point where they just went on a, man, a massive anti-vax campaign in the middle of this series, which I didn't really want to hear at the time because of the stuff with COVID, and I just thought, this is just programming. I don't like this sort of shit. So you know what I did? I turned it off, and I never watched the end of it, and I I never have and I never will because I thought don't you dictate to me what to think and what's right and what's wrong I'll make my own mind up by looking at my own stuff and my own life don't tell me what to think is what I was thinking so I turned it off what I didn't do was avidly view like bearing in mind I used to like Star Wars quite a lot the old films and stuff and I'm not avidly viewing this Obi-Wan Kenobi. I, I watch it. Oh, well, that's on. I've got another one to watch. I, I'm, I'm in on my own. I'll, I'll just do that at the moment. There's nothing else to do. That's how I'm watching it, right? But these people are literally watching it as soon as it drops, just to go online and complain about, oh, another woke scene. This person was Chinese and they beat up this white man. That's, that's woke. 
Can't wait for next week's episode. <laughs> just, just turn the fucker off. If you might, if you might be right, you might be right. You might have every reason to hate this shit, right? And and in the, like I've said a million times in the in the prequel, the sequel films, sorry that they bought the most recent movies that they bought out of Star Wars, they shoehorned lesbian kisses in there with people that were non-characters just to get them on the camera. They had every single fucking race you could possibly have shoehorning everyone in, and they lost track of what story they were supposed to be telling because they just had to make the character, and it was a little bit annoying. I watched. It, I've never rewatched it. I watched uh, the Force Awakens, the first one of the new lot, which I quite enjoyed, and then the other two I've only ever watched once. I won't watch them anymore because just, I didn't enjoy what they, the message they were telling. And this so far is fine to me. But you know what I would do is I'd turn shit off if I didn't like it. What is the point in life? What is the point in watching stuff endlessly and hating it? It's like like me. I would never do that. Like if if, if I hated a podcast, I'd never listen to it again. I'd, I wouldn't bother. It wouldn't bother me. I'd just move on with my life. I don't go and give shit fucking reviews and stuff. I'd just move on. If there was a YouTube channel, I think they're pricks. Move on. I might go and take the piss out of stuff, but I would not get angry about it. What's the point? Oh, I fucking hate this bloke. Like all the flat earth shit. These people watch watch the opposite opinion just to hate what the people are saying. And they avidly watch and they write in, oh, you can't, Arr. fucking do something else, you dickheads. Uh, and Stranger Things was the other thing I was going to talk about, right? That's another one. Uh, they, 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 they are getting a little bit woke on there. Uh, and every, it's because everything's like, all of a sudden characters are becoming gay, that that never that never was before. Like all of a sudden, here we on season four or whatever, and main characters are turning guy, just like this. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, my hands quivering on the button there. I'm gonna turn, but that's like that. I watched. I'm up to to date on that. Hmm. I quite enjoyed previous series, previous seasons. This season's very slow for me. Uh, there's a girl with basically the false, so she's similar to Star Wars. And she's uh, she's narrated like wherever she got these powers from. I don't know what's going on. And whole season so far has been her in this mental. It looks like a mental facility, relearning her entire life that she's lived, just to be able to rediscover rediscover her powers to save the world from. And it's just been a monotonous long story. Something they could have done in half an hour if they've took nine episodes or whatever to tell you about. Uh, it's, it's reeks of, and I don't know. Hopefully, it'll all tie together and it will end up. Decent, right? But this is Flixernet stuff. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm going to persevere with it because I'm not hating anything about it and I'm intrigued by it. But I think a lot of these things, uh, these programs these days or shows, whatever, wherever you're from in the world, they lose their meaning. Like one thing I can't stand, it might say, because well, I'm a bloke, it might be a bit surprising to a lot of people out there. What? It's, I said this might be a bit surprising. What? I really detest hardcore sex scenes in things. Like, I just think to myself, I don't want to see them literally fucking and wasting five minutes of this on that. When you could be doing something else with the story. Get, put them both in bed together, have them kiss and fade away elsewhere. We know what they're going to do next, right? We don't have to see how hard they're fucking in the bed. Especially when it ain't even real, right? We're just wasting time. There's story going on over there you could be telling us. But instead you're telling me 
this bird's getting fucked by this bloke now for, for five minutes and you're going to sit and watch it. And then, and then later on in the uh, next episode, that'll happen again. And then there'll be another couple doing that. And it's all, oh, well, it's all risque, but it's boring. I don't want to watch people fucking on the telly. I didn't put it on for that. I didn't watch, I put porn on. If I wanted to watch that, it's porn readily available everywhere. I don't want to watch it on that. I want to watch the fucking, that's why I stopped watching. What's that show called? Uh, Homeland. That was a really good show. There's always fucking in it. Turn it off. Boring. I've seen that bird get fucked in more positions than the kind of a fucking sutra. I don't want to watch it. It's not interesting to me. Get her off my screen. Put her on Netflix with Kenobi. That's what I was saying. So these boats could complain that she's the main character of a female. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's my update on those, uh, the things of Stranger. Someone I used to work with, Wid, he used to do Whatcast with us, actually. Like, Stranger Things is literally his most favourite show of all time in the history of shows. I don't, can't get my head around that myself because it's just all right as far as I'm because it's something you watch. To me... I would, it would never jump out of me and I'd be like, right, I need to watch that. But it would be literally, uh, oh, that, oh, there's another season of that. Let's get through that slowly when we've got time kind of thing. So Robert Malone then. Uh, let's get on with this monkey pox bollocks. Yeah, let's see if I can find this. Um, so this is from uh, Robert Malone. It says, uh, Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone, um, don't listen to monkey pox fear porn. That's the message from uh, Robert Malone. So it says, um, we don't have an endemic, we don't have an epidemic of monkeypox here at all, Malone said. I think he's talking about in America uh, when he's saying this. Uh, What we have is an outbreak that is easily traceable, he said, pointing to findings that the original outbreak was traced to two events in Belgium and Spain. Uh, There has been some fear propagated inappropriately uh, by the press. What a shock! Malone says uh, he cited a CNN report that uh, he saw on TV that used legacy uh, legacy smallpox images as if they were images of monkeypox. So they've done this. We've seen this a few times. They used uh, the pictures that they've already got. They used it for shingles. They used it for uh, smallpox and uh, and they're using it now for monkeypox. It's the same photographs. The Gavi Vaccine Alliance, funded by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, also misled the, misled the public, Malone said. When it posted a piece on monkeypox that cited a 10% mortality rate. 10% they tried to tell us, right? Uh, They were saying one in 10 people would die of it, said Malone. That's absolute fear porn. In the, uh, not the same as what was in Homeland. Uh, In the same article, he pointed out, Gavi included statistics from the World Health Organization claiming monkeypox has a 3.4% mortality rate. Mortality rate. Other estimates of mortality rate fall between 1% and 10%, a wide range. I think that the term for this is disinformation on the part of both Gavi and CNN, said Malone. We should be very careful to keep from allowing others to weaponize fear as a way to control or manipulate us because I think that's what's happening in this case. And it's funny, right, that uh, whenever there's disinformation about vaccines or disinformation away away from what people are saying, uh, that the actual narrative should be, then it gets shut down everywhere. But CNN can go on TV and say one in 10 people are going to die of monkeypox, knowing that that's not true, knowing that there's not any doctors that agree with that and nothing happens. It's probably still all over the, the tube of you as well. Uh, monkeypox is real and anyone that catches it does need to take precautions, Malone said. It's uh, it's rational public health policy to do contact tracing to find out who's been in touch with whom. 
Uh, Kennedy pointed out that the monkeypox, which spreads through close contact with uh, an infected person, is very, very hard disease to catch. People who show symptoms of monkeypox, headache, fever, swollen lymph nodes, achiness, back pain and weakness, should stay home and avoid contact with others, as they will be infectious for about 25 days until crusts form. Lovely over the lesions and are also symptoms of disease i think we should have like the monkeypox crusts in a cereal put some milk on them have them for for breakfast because we're not talking about monkeypox enough uh in the mornings over the breakfast table i don't think Uh, malone said monkeypox has been in the u.s before in 2003 it spread for a prairie dog populations uh after african pouched rats were brought into the country the virus is indigenous to africa and has been infecting humans there for years so it's not an outbreak in the world. It's been infecting people in Africa for years. It's not an outbreak in the world. On his Substack page, published May 31, uh, Malone expressed concern that one of the many working hypotheses concerning the origin of this particular virus must be that the product of a laboratory-based manipulation. So basically, he's saying he's concerned that this has been made in a lab again. Also, he wrote, the origin of this outbreak is consistent with the war game scenario planning such as Event 201 in March 2021, a tabletop simulation of, well, I suppose, of a deadly global pandemic involving an engineered monkeypox virus introduced into the human population in May 2022. Now, modelling in this exercise predicted 3.2 billion cases of monkeypox and two, uh, 271 million deaths by December 1st. Not thirst, I'm not thirsty, first to uh, 2023. However, Malone wrote, these types of models should be either relegated to the trash heap or ongoing dumpster fire as unscientific speculation, which is all too frequently frequently recognised by the fear porn peddlers such as CNN, MSNBC, NYT and the Washington Post. Draw your own conclusions and do your own due diligence. This is what he says, right? So if you if you value... His opinion at all, which a lot of you probably did during the uh, the pandemic. What? And, you know, myself included, because he had no reason to lie about that. Despite people started calling him a, a crank and all this and a quack, he, he wasn't benefiting from it in any way. Get your ass out of here! So that's what I say to you people that, that claim, oh, he's a quack, he's been exposed, he's been, he's been outed, he's been debunked. No, he ain't, right? So that's what he says about it. We'll, I guess we'll see if that's true. Everyone seems, in this country anyway, I don't know about the, in America. China? Or China, but everyone has shut up about monkeypox now over here. So we're all, we're all on uh, vagina cereals now over here. So, so uterus stuff for breakfast and stuff. My name is Swift, you better recognize now. I would rather have a Swift. If a Swift should bring out his own cereal for breakfast, I think. Yeah, and anyway, that's about all I've got to say today. What do you think about Robert Malone? Let me know at Whatcast on any of the social medias or Whatcast at gmail.com on the email. Um, period Crunch. Are you going to try that? It's raspberry flavour. Sounds yummy. Uh, what, and if you watch any of the shows that I spoke about... Um, if you're a ba- massive conspiracy theorist and you've got the uh, the Netflix or the Disney Plus anyway, then you are a hypocrite and I'll never forgive you. But I will. So just tell me about it anyway. Thanks for listening to the, the Whatcast Extra today. I'm off down to London. So hopefully if you're on, if you're on the Patreon, you will be soon, uh, probably tomorrow, I'll be putting out an episode of myself and CL out and about in London. 
uh, taking in the sights and having a bit of a laugh. Uh, and that will be uh, on the Patreon, I'm assuming, as long as everything works. Thank you for listening today. Uh, see you next time. I don't know what we're doing this week. I don't know if we're doing a live stream. I don't know what we're doing. Lee did suggest that we do a Jubilee special this week, as it is the Queen's uh, Platinum Jubilee, I believe it is. Uh, so we will do a Jubilee Royal Family special. Are the Royal Family Lizards? I think we're going to try that one, right? So that should be a laugh. Just join us for that. That'll be out Sunday, and we might be streaming it Friday. Not sure yet, but hopefully I see then. If if you let me know uh, if you want, if you're interested in listening to us watching the stream on the Tube U or the Book of Face, we might put it on. We might not. It depends what we talk about. I'm not really sure that they'll have it really. To be honest, <laughs> you get like these people a bit sensitive. These Tube U and all this sort of stuff. Um, but if we do, I'll be putting out uh, information about it in plenty of time for you to, to jump on. Thanks, and I'll see you later. You have been listening to WhatCast. Follow and contact us on the Twitter, the Book of Face, and the Gram of Insta at WhatCast with a K.